Hi friends, my name is Steve Dickman, president for Outpost Centers International. And today we're bringing you another report about some things that are still happening in Ukraine, surrounding areas with some of the conflict there, some of the needs there. And we're just asking that you would keep this matter in prayer as we move forward. First of all, I'm going to go to Adventist Health. And Michael, you have recently been in Ukraine meeting with some of the officials there and some of the frontline areas where the battles are really kind of active and some of the things that are being developed there where Adventist Health is entering into that arena. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure, we've had a very interesting uh, last few days uh, discussing with various officials from, um, from Ukraine, uh, the current medical issues that they're facing. We've just, um, we had a very good meeting with the, the head of the National Guard of Ukraine um, and they've basically invited us to uh, assist with opening up a, a, a field emergency unit slash field hospital um, in the east of the country um, near, the, near the city of Zaporizhia, um, which is pretty close to the to the front line. And they're currently overwhelmed with with, um, with injured people coming from the front line, civilians, soldiers, and um, they're also anticipating having to move patients out of out of one of their large hospitals further east, further westwards. Um, so they're looking for assistance to set up field units where they can transfer these patients to. Um, so we've actually been um, networking to try and develop a, a sustainable, simple structure that we can that 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 we can put together to be able to uh, facilitate these patients that need to be moved and patients coming from the front line. And so we we we're currently still working on our ex-military containers that we importing into the into the region the first four containers go next week um, we're also busy collecting medical equipment to um to to kit out the containers um we just bought uh, managed to purchase an x-ray machine today for managing trauma patients we've gotten um, ultrasound machines various other emergency diagnostic equipment that we're getting and it's an ongoing process to to help this this region. We we get uh, messages every day from the region asking for more and more help, and um, we we really um, appreciate any support we've got we've gotten from the the larger um, community to facilitate work in this region. Thank you, Michael. I know that uh, what's happening there is an amazing partnership that's developing between Adventist Help and the local. Ukrainian medical system. So we're really glad to hear about that. Marcus, tell us a little bit about where we are with things in Moldova and equipment deliveries further into Ukraine and some of the process there. Moldova has its own managers now. Daria and Abel uh, passed this couple and they're doing a splendid job. They have a doctor there right now. They have a nurse there and, and a paramedic. They use our ambulances to go to the different places where the Ukrainian refugees live. And uh, there's plenty of work to do here. We also have now medicines that we have available. There is still issues uh, to solve between where do we send patients uh, that need uh, further attention to, but they are sorting that out uh, on, the, on the job now. Uh, in Switzerland here, we are getting all the equipment ready that we have been donated so far. I've just drawn up a list of five different places, five different hospitals that are giving us things and we want to ship them to Holland to stash in those four containers so we don't send them out empty. We have uh, two uh, trucks that are going into Ukraine for free 
The only thing we need to pay is the fuel, which is about three and a half thousand euros per lorry. And so that's a big help to us. And we are hoping to actually receive the goods when they arrive there because uh, there's uh, Michael, myself, and uh, another nurse are going there next week to suss out the place, get to know the people, see the situation, what exactly is needed, what can we do, what can we contribute, and then actually start setting it up and get it going. That is the first step, a little bit behind the front lines, the four containers, are supposed to do basically first aid and then patients can be stabilized that come off the front line and take them to further hospitals further inland. So that's the, the imminent plan now. In the phase two then, the next step would be that we would also uh, get some transport means like ambulances to take the patients then further. Okay. And then we would also need some tents that we can have a kind of a ward you know if we have uh, operating theater and and things going there then where do we have the patients before and after the operation so we obviously need some uh, wards some tents some beds but that's second step we can do that when we have the funding for it and that's what we work on then afterwards thank you so much marcus that's a blessing now i see that we've had steve chang joining us steve is uh, live in bucharest right now Good morning, Steve. Um, uh, from our side, good morning, good afternoon to you. Uh, just wondering if you can give us a little report about what's happening there in, okay. uh, in Bucharest with the work that AMAN is doing there and the clinic you have ongoing. Okay, so um, the conference has a clinic called Pre-Med. Uh, it's not all staffed by Avidus, but it's a small clinic they bought for, it was originally 1.2 million, but they bought it for 600 and we're using the facilities, their uh, gym downstairs. And we have eight chairs. We have four, five, six dentists working all at the same time. And uh, we started Monday, we set up on Sunday. And we also brought in semi-orphan kids who are in the coast. They brought them by train yesterday. And we also visited a Ukrainian refugee center. They're housed in these dormitories that are very low, low quality, but it's a place to stay. They get uh, housing, food allowance, and bus passes. And that's all they get. And few of them have been able to get a little bit of job outside, but that's, uh, they don't have anything to do. They're sitting here for like two, three months. And few people are able to, because of family relations outside, are planning to go to America or Canada or England. A lot of them are women and children. So the men had to stay and fight or run the country. And they didn't want the women and children involved in any of the wars. So most of the refugees are from the border towns of Russia and uh, near Odessa and Crimea. Thank you for what you're doing there. We're going to be praying that the Lord will bless the efforts of uh, Amen and everything that's happening there with the, uh, with the clinic. How long are you going to be there yet? Uh, the first team is leaving this weekend. So that's Southern kids. Only three are staying longer. And then some of the dentists are leaving this, this week. And this weekend, they will have four uh, replacement dentists. So we have five full-time dentists coming from the States the first week and five the next week. And I'm part of that five, but I'm staying both weeks. Okay. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing there. 
God bless you and, and uh, may the Lord uh, prosper your work there and it'll be a blessing to those people. Okay, good. Uh, excellent. Thank you, Steve, for that report. We're going now to um, Alexi. Alexi, tell us, I know there's a couple of things that uh, we've talked about this week and some reports that we have coming on uh, different ministries there in the Ukraine and some of the challenges and needs they're having. Maybe introduce those video clips that we're going to see. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Um, we have a a ministry, a health food ministry running in Zaporizhia area on the left bank of Dnieper River, uh, where uh, we're trying to uh, locate a field hospital there. They are, they've been occupied and they've been uh, producing and distributing food. Uh, and uh, we showed a clip last week about their work, but just a little addition about a new opportunity for them because local farmers cannot sell their produce and they are just almost giving it away for free. And so there is a chance to get fresh cucumbers and soon tomatoes and they need a help to help to preserve those foods and to use this opportunity. And another ministry in Poltava, which is about two hours away, away from Kharkiv, they've been helping to evacuate people, but now they are more focused on mental health because a lot of those people suffered uh, shelling and uh, they need a mental assistance. And uh, this is uh, uh, what this main video will be about. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alexi, for keeping us up to date and uh, keeping in touch with those ministries there on the front lines. Uh, Patty. I know that we've uh, done some work for uh, the project there, your camp in Ukraine. I think we have a little update on progress on the construction there. Maybe just uh, share with us uh, what, you, what you're seeing with progress. Good morning, Steve. We're really excited about the fact that they're underway. The construction is happening. And I think there's a really, a lot of enthusiasm there at your camp for this, the children seem so happy and excited. And we're so grateful to Igor and his team for the work that's being done there. Okay, great, excellent. And uh, just keep praying for the Your Camp project. Uh, we are over halfway with the needed funds for the whole project. I think we're up over 160,000 or so at this point. We're looking for uh, about another 150,000 to finish, 140,000 or so to finish this project totally and get everything completed. But with phase one, they'll be able to do uh, a lot there with providing bathrooms and showers and necessary facilities there at the camp for the orphans they're caring for. Friends, today we're just asking you to continue to pray for Ukraine and to do what you can. Reach out to individuals you know, invite them to be a part of the process of supporting the work there in the Ukraine. We have a lot of work going on through Adventist Health, through York Camp, through the ministries, the OCI ministries that have turned into refugee centers, through the OCI ministries that are distributing food and that are providing even mental health uh, and psychological counseling for those who have been affected by this conflict. Again, friends, please pray, please share these report videos with others, engage with us as we support the work of those on the front lines. And we want to say thank you today for Amen and for the partnership there with what they're doing there in Romania, but they're ministering to those who have fled from the area of conflict. And thank you to the Amen group and everything you're doing there. 
friends, uh, continue to share these reports and encourage people to still be generous, even though Ukraine uh, conflict is not the top of the news feed these days. There's still a need there for us to be generous and help to support the work that is happening there. May God bless you.